the St. Albans Podcast Theatre Show with Ben and Susie. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Theatre Show with Ben and Susie. How's it going, Susie? (laughs) It's going well. I'm glad to be back. Yes, we're back uh, after our little break while the theatre scene in St Albans took its own little break. It feels like it's been a long time. Mm. It was quite nice. We were on the main podcast with Danny uh, last week. That was the um, uh, the beginning of September, the 4th or 5th, I can't Mm. remember. Um, So hello, if (laughs) if you're sort of a... um, a tourist from the uh, main podcast. I hope you stick around. So um, this is a bit of a, an interesting, um, I guess, podcast for us because we kind of just launched straight into our podcast season in the middle of last theatre season and mm. we already had some reviews to give. We had lots coming up. And this one, it sort of feels quite early in the season for us to be like mm. getting going again. Um, what are you looking forward to most about what's coming up? So I'm really looking forward to seeing a bit more uh, new theatre. So yeah. theatre that's uh, written by people in St Albans mm. um, and, you know, seeing the wonderful stuff that's being created by people in St Albans for people in St Albans. That's so quite interesting that you say that because I think one of the conversations I've had a few times, I feel, over the summer when I've been telling people about the show and what we've been doing is that they maybe don't go to theatre locally because they don't know the shows. Mm. And that's perhaps, you know, because you sort of see something, oh, I've heard of that, I'll go along and check it out. Mm. Um, Maybe which is why some of the outdoor Shakespeare things that we see in the summer are a little bit more popular because, Mm. you know, you kind of know what you're getting. Um, But you're really interested in seeing those plays nobody's heard of before yeah exactly mm-hmm. I, I want to i want to see something that just completely blows my brain out oh interesting and well, we saw some of that last season we there was, really there did was some yeah good stuff. um what about you what are you excited for um i think i'm a bit of everything i think um, i'm excited to be acting again mm. in this season uh so that will be a good experience to get back in that i'm i'm looking forward to hopefully getting more involved in some of the roles that um, outside of the acting and getting just a little bit yeah, back into the theatre community because it's been a bit of a weird break. Mm. So um, a bit of everything. And I think getting more people involved, hopefully bringing you know, more of the conversations back that we were having um, on the podcast before, I thought that was really good. Um, so I'm kind of, yeah, I, I just everything. Mm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it back. And I think... Um, you know, we've had some some good interaction. We were getting some good traction, um, and so hopefully, um, you know, for all the people listening, like, please do get in touch with us again. You can join mm. us on um, the St Albans Podcast Facebook page. Um, there's also you can email Ben at uh, St Albans Podcast dot com <laughs> or Susie at St Podcast dot com or Theatre Show at St Albans Podcast dot com. Um, and we, you know, they're just. Get involved and like tell us what you've got coming up. Tell us what you're you're doing. If you're if you're writing something or thinking about writing mm. it, we'd we'd love to hear about it. You know, just any anything yeah. really. And even if it's half finished, you know, if you've got a piece of writing that you think, oh, I've got this really good writing that I've done and I've you know I've polished it for three thousand years and I really wish I had somewhere to put it on. Let let's help you make that connection. That that yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. I think we know a lot of hopefully we we're starting to get to know people so we could support. We yeah. we could be like the hub. We are the hub. 
We already the are the hub. Are we the hub? We just need people to use us as a hub. And I mentioned that I'm going to be in a show that's the Pitman Painters at the Abbey Theatre. I mean, I, I mention it now because I'm going to mention it a lot because I'm very <laughs> excited about it. Um, how about you? Um, tell us what you're going to be doing. So I am in a play with our very fabulous uh, Danny Smith. Uh, he's giving us a wave right now. Can you hear that? And uh, it's called National Trust, which is all about uh, politicians rising to power and uh, the sort of bad things that can come of ambition. I think, see, National Trust is really interesting because we had Mile Pagan on the show, mm. um, uh, on one of the theatre shows, the earlier theatre shows, and it was so interesting because he came in to tell us about a play he'd written mm. and the fact that he was doing a new view. And this was like, I learned there and then about what a new view is. I'd mm. never heard of it before. Which if you haven't listened to that episode is when someone puts on a new piece of writing. So it's the first time it's ever been performed and it's normally with scripts in hand. So the actors, they're sort of getting to grips with mm -hmm. it, but they haven't gone through a formal rehearsal process. So I feel like listeners of this show are going to have they're, they're almost living this with me um it was you know the first time having somebody come in tell us about a piece they've written the fact they were doing this new view i then got to go to the new view to see it and then hopefully we'll bring mile back in to talk about how it's changed how it's mm. evolved um and then to actually see it on stage i think that just seeing that to you know, to all come together in in our own little community will be amazing. So I think that's just a really interesting path to experience. Um, what's your role in it? Uh, my role is the sort of Peter Mandelson slimy character who uh, makes the politician rise to the top and tells him all these Machiavellian like, oh yeah, you should. Um, you know do this to mess up your best friend and then you'll get loads of power out of it mm -hmm. um and then it actually hang on no i'm not going to tell you about no, the ending don't tell, I'm not don't, tell don't you spoil the it my only advice to you having seen the the first one is you need to be slimier you're yeah. too nice yeah Stop it, it. and actually it was interesting as an actor trying to act with a script in your hand yeah and so it's like i could do a little bit of like oh yeah i'm just checking files in my hands mm -hmm. but a lot of it is, you know, you need to know what your next line is before you say yeah. it. <laughs> and so we've got uh, probably a pretty short episode yeah. coming up for you. But it's packed full of interesting stuff. So uh, we're going to talk about what's on uh, immediately coming up. So what, what we've got on uh, for the rest of September mm -hmm. and then the start of October. And then we're also going to take a look at some work that I've done uh, on social impact measurement. So that that. Uh, looks at the impact of volunteers on a theatre. So Susie's going to be asking me a couple of questions about that. Looking forward to it. And we're going to hear from um, a couple of people as well um, in, in through this. So yeah, short episode, but it should be a good one. Yeah. Stay with us. We're going to have a look now at what is coming up that we you know, already know about people who've released their schedules um, kind of in the local area. So we don't just talk about St Albans, it's kind of St Albans and district, but we've got so much going on. We are often kind of focused here. Um, why don't you tell us, Ben, what's happening down at the Abbey Theatre? Yes, so um, upcoming we've got Office Suite, which is um, two plays by Alan Bennett put on uh side by side okay so it's a visit from miss pro oh i'll try that again a visit from miss prothero 
where a secretary upsets the contented retirement of her former boss with the latest gossip. Okay. Uh, and it's Alan Bennett, so you know that it will be hilarious. And in green forms, uh, the filing clerk Doreen lives in envy of her co-workers' superior grade and fear of what uh, and fear of the advent of new computer systems. Mm, so that should be a really fun evening. I I don't know. Have you seen many Alan Bennett's? I haven't, and I was just going to ask. I've, I don't. What does it mean when it's got two plays side by side? Are they completely separate yeah, plays? Yeah, they're, they're completely separate. So I was listening to the director talk about them mm-hmm. and uh, he was saying they were both put on TV mm-hmm. uh, within like two years of each other. Okay. But they were sort of, they are about the same thing and they're not, if you know what I mean. Mm. They're, they're sort of set in the same universe with a similar set of characters, um, but not the same characters. So... Um, yeah, they were quite popular when they were on uh, TV, and then it sort of had a bit of a cult following. Um, and so then, with the sort of collection of Alan Bennett plays, these ones work really well, really well together. Okay, so will it be? Is it the kind of thing where you have you sort of go in, you you see a visit from Miss Prothero as like act one yeah so and then the the second one um green forms is that after the interval yeah that's how it works and are they like what, like an hour each yeah or? they're an hour each okay and is, will it be the same cast playing different Ooh, roles now you're testing me i, I don't think, <laughs> i don't think that it is the same cast because yeah. i think that um green forms is mm. almost entirely female it okay. might not be entirely female but yeah I feel like there is a gender disparity between the two. Yeah. Um, because I, one of the things is um, it's very difficult to find good writing for women. Yeah. Um, he explains to his female co-host. <laughs> um, but I will try and fit in some writing, okay? <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's so uh, Green Forms is supposed to have a lot of really strong female characters, mm. which um, will be very exciting. So when's that on? So uh, it starts on Friday the 20th of September and runs all the way to Saturday the 28th of September. So you can find the tickets at abbeytheatre.org.uk. And of course, all the information of everything we're going to talk about will be on the stalkmanspodcast.com. We've got a What's On guide. Uh, if you've got any shows you want us to add to the What's On guide, please do email us um, and you can let us know what's happening as well. So we've given you our email address already, but it's you can get us on Ben or Susie or Theatre Show at com. And then the other thing that's on at the Abbey Theatre mm. is uh, a play called Dealing with Claire, which is about uh, an estate agent, Claire, uh, who is trying to sell a home. And then I'm not sure really what happens, but I think someone might get murdered and I think it might be Claire. Oh. I haven't read the play, by the way, so that's not a spoiler. <laughs> but <laughs> just from the poster... It doesn't look like Claire has a very nice time. It sounds like, well, there's mm. a problem with Claire, isn't there? Okay. And so, that one's in uh, in October. Yes. So that, that begins on the 11th of October mm-hmm. and runs until the 19th uh, of October. Okay. Amazing. Um, so that's that's kind of the early early goings on at the Abbey Theatre. Of course, they have released their schedule all the way up to Christmas. Mm. Um, so if people want to have a look, pop down to their website or our What's On Guide. Yes. Um, and you can find out you know, all of the details of those. So what's going on with OVO? 
So Ovo is actually starting their season slightly later. So their performances aren't on um, Don't Start Until October. Um, but they are starting with um, Three Sharp Shorts, uh, which is um, a three new plays by Andrew Sharp. And these are sort of three, again, kind of unrelated um, plays, but all dealing with kind of adult themes of like, you know, relationships and sort of sexual encounters. Um, and um, and they kind of run, um, actually, it's, it's the same female playing all three female mm. parts, the same actress, um, Emma Wright, playing all three female parts, although they're all totally different characters and she plays alongside different gentlemen in um actors in that as well so that will be really interesting to see how um how that um kind of plays out yeah i I hadn't heard about that but that sounds super exciting you know at the start of the show where i said i want to see some new writing Mm -hmm. that's going to be some new writing okay there you go (laughs) nelly (laughs) you can be first in line for that um and then uh they have sort of following that they've got um a play i'm going to pronounce this wrong i've got no doubt um i think it's said fugue yeah, that that sounds right. So we're going to say that. I apologise. Um, please feel free to uh, get in touch with me, Stephen. Um, you know, uh, Stephen Cunningham, who's directing it. He can uh, get in touch and tell me off. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so this is again quite interesting because so this is a, a play that's a cast of two, and it's two sisters who reunite in um, a newly restored house, which is kind of like their childhood home. Um, they they're very different, kind of sort of they they've grown up to be very different, and there's sort of these things that are overhanging each of them they've got sort of very different like personal baggage i guess that they're bringing into this so just a a two-hander if you like so um which we saw a few of last season Mm. so i think that's always interesting in in another way so again lots 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 more i don't want to go too far into it but if you go to again um ovotheatre.org.uk or snobbispodcast.com you can look at all of the things coming up but Ovo's got a very very interesting um, schedule going on actually what I will mention is the, the next one they've got in October which is towards the end they're doing As You Like It now um, Ovo does a lot of Shakespeare um, which is um, you know great they, they sort of do um, well we had the Roman Theatre Festival mm. which was incredible um, at the end of the summer as you like it is a revival for them of of an outdoor Shakespeare they did previously, and they've sort of set it in the seventies, and they're they're bringing that back now. For me, in the summer, it's interesting because they did Macbeth, mm. um, so they'd done Macbeth last November indoors, and then they brought that to the Roman Theatre again in the summer. So doing the same show, but in that sort of different setting and how that kind of impacted. So it'd be interesting to see something that they had originally mm. designed to be outdoors. And if you think As You Like It is quite a, a sort of, to me, it is an outdoory kind of, um, mm. maybe just because I keep seeing it outdoors. <laughs> um, and that kind of hippie vibe, 70s natural mm. thing. Um, to them, it'd be, again, it'd be interesting to see how they do the same sort of thing but in a different setting and Mm. how that impacts that so loads and loads going on there as well but looking sort of further afield um we've actually also got 17 being put on in the pump house in Watford so slightly further afield for us um and that is being directed by Abigail Waghorn um who is joining us now to tell us a bit more about it We are joined by Abigail Waghorn. Hi. 
Hello. Call me Abby. Abby. Okay, we will. We will. <laughs> um, and Abigail, Abby, I just went straight into Abigail. Um, Abby, you are um, directing a show. Can you tell us a bit about it? Yes, I'm directing a play called Seventeen, which is at the Pump House Theatre in Watford, mm-hmm. so a bit further away from Stormers, not about 20 minutes, not yeah. too far. It's about a gang of friends who get together in the playground to celebrate the end of their exams and the last day of their school days. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's set in real time, so it's from about five o'clock through to the early hours of the next day. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you'd expect, there's lots of booze, there's lots of music, lots of arguments, fighting, hysteria, confessions. And it's, it's funny, but it's also really moving. It's a really and nice play. And so why have you chosen this? Did you choose this play to direct or did the opportunity come to you? Yeah, well, I, I see a lot of theatre because I'm involved in theatre locally as well and I see a lot of theatre. And we saw it at the Lyric Hammersmith mm-hmm. in London last year. And it just, for me, it just really captured something very different and unique because the twist is the casting is it's adults playing teenagers. So okay. mm. it has this sort of... Um, different feel a bit like when you see a puppet show and you start off seeing them all and thinking mm. they were puppets but you forget after, I was like I forgot yeah. and suddenly you, you realise that all the things they're talking about they're heightened but it's all the stuff we still deal with as adults now it's all yeah. the same kind of thing and it just was very moving because it, the, the actors were so much older coming towards the end of their life at least in the middle of it in our place the middle age rather than an older age mm. It just reminds you that we don't really change that much from our school days and the friendships we forge. It just was really a really unique experience. I loved it. Yeah? Mm. So I thought, yes, I want to have my hands on that and have a go at it. And have a go. And so the, yeah. you're putting it on at the Pump House Theatre in Watford. Have you, have you been, uh, have you directed or acted there before? So I've acted a few times there, I think two or three times, and uh, not directed there before, no. Mm-hmm. So my husband's quite involved. He's in the play as well, so I'm directing him oh. in the play for the first <laughs> time. Interesting. So, well, you, yes, it's... Um, Does he take direction well? Brilliantly. Brilliantly. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was a funny pause after I said that, so just make up what you want for that bit. No, it, it's... Uh, it's, uh, it's I've directed here in St Albans before, but mm. I've not directed in Watford before. And for me, it's about finding the right play. There's no point doing a play unless you really love it and you're passionate yeah. about it. So this was like the right time, the right play. Just felt good. So yeah. And you said uh, you've been involved in local theatre uh, in the area for a while. What What's yeah. your journey been? How did you get started, and wh- where have you gone to in your sort of journey throughout local theatre? Um, well, so I, I had a break from theatre, so I, I was um, professional years ago in another life and trained and everything, and had a break, had my family, my children, and then came back to it, I think, about six years ago, mm-hmm. something like that, and I did uh, some musicals for Casio Productions, and then got involved at the Abbey Theatre then, did a few productions here, and then Watford, and then Ovo, and so just kind of, I'm a bit of a tar, I just got to go, mm-hmm. <laughs> just go around. Go around. Susie's familiar with that. Hey, <laughs> they're giving me, I don't have that reputation, but it's nice to go to the places, isn't it, where you, you're sort of going to do the plays that you choose to do, and, yeah. and it's nice that this, the community that we have here is so welcoming. Yeah, and you meet different guys. people. <laughs> you meet different people, don't you? And, you, and it, everywhere you work, you, you meet someone different mm-hmm. with a different idea and different creative way of working. And so you learn from everywhere you go. Whereas mm. if you're in, the, I think if you're in the same place for too long with like-minded people, that creative spark doesn't really work as well. So yes, I just like doing that. That's great. Um, and 
so tell us a little bit more about this play. Where what's the setting for it? So you said it's post exams. Yeah, so it's set in the present day. Mm-hmm. It's set set now. So they've got Bluetooth speakers and the, the mm-hmm. music's on their phones and everything. Um, and the, the thing that I like is is I've cast one of the parts is called Ronnie and he's the outsider. So mm-hmm. he he's the one that's not in the gang and he's trying to be. It's like his last ditch attempt to be accepted with this group. And he's at quite low low ebb. We find out. And I've cast, I've actually cast um, a local actress called Deborah um, in the part because it's not necessarily gender specific, yeah. this role. And it just struck me that if it's set in the present day, quite nice to have someone who's not necessarily clear which gender they identify as. Okay. And that that's maybe part of the reason why there's a kind of a. Um, lack of engagement with the other children or they're not really interested in in him as much so we don't really mention the gender so much in the plays it's not written but it's the casting gives that so i like that fantastic part of it thank you very much we'll be back with abby shortly hi i'm front page frankie intrepid reporter for the hearts advertiser join me and host danny smith for the st albans podcast a weekly look at the news, views and reviews of the city and district of St Albans. As well as delving into the biggest local stories, we regularly cover topics including health, food and drink, legal matters, the theatre scene and mental health. Alongside our regular features, we talk to people from our wonderful community, sharing some of the amazing work they do. Episodes are released every Wednesday at 7pm and you can find us by going to your podcast platform of choice and searching for The St Albans Podcast. Find out more at stalbanspodcast.com. And we're back with Abby Weckhorn, a director of 17 at the Pump House Theatre. So when you approach a text, you, you say you really, really liked the text of 17. You saw it previously. Then what do you do? What's your first steps when you say, oh, yeah, I'm going to put on this play? Do you think about the casting first and then let um let that dictate where you go with it or do you already have a pretty good idea of what you're going to do with it what you want the set to look like and then fit the casting to it or how does it work so it's different with every play with this one the soundtrack was really important to me so i immediately started looking for the songs and the things that reflected the mood and and the kind of exuberance of it all Mm -hmm. then it's the casting then you need to get a good cast together and so you go through auditions and, and, and try and match people together and everything. And then it's just literally blocking it out, making it work. The climbing frame was an integral part of it. So it's a big climbing frame. So you've got a climbing frame. Yeah, real size. Brilliant. Mm. Swings. Okay. Oh, lovely. And there's a lot of climbing on the frames, which is really nice. For is this something that you've bought from Argos or have they built it for you? So my husband's is set designing. Right. He did all that for me, which was brilliant. He's put it together, which took hours. Wow. Then dismantled it and put it together on the stage for the rehearsal <laughs> space. So, yeah, it was, it was, that was a big part. So that's not the heart of the playground. Mm-hmm. That's where they all get together initially, where they party, where they get drunk, and then they break onto the swings and the bench with some more intimate chats. But um, but yeah, then it's then it's just looking at the characters and who they are and how they relate to each other. And the big part of it was was the kind of bravado and the mask mm. because there are six characters and they've all got their 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 sort of outer their mask that everyone sees. And as the play goes on, you find out as in life, a bit more about them and, and all about their secrets mm-hmm. and their, their challenges. And so it's more talking with each other, working out 
and they feel about each other as friends, who likes each other, who doesn't, who fancies each other, who doesn't. Um, big part of it with teenagers, obviously. Yeah. Memories mm. flooding back. <laughs> <I'm saying laughs> that. And so, yeah, you take it from there and just rehearse it. And as you go on, as the actors become um, able to do it without the books, off, off the book, you can add in all the subtleties and little moments mm. and make sure it's got the special moments and the funny moments and the moments where you want the audience to really feel something and be moved in the audience, the times when you want them just to laugh and giggle and remember stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's a really... It's just a lovely creative process. Yeah, and they're mm. all great actors and putting so much into it as well. And so you mentioned that you've you've kind of created a little bit of a twist with a kind of taking this character of Ronnie mm-hmm. um, and and making it sort of gender unspecific. Mm. Are there any other kind of sort of risks you've taken with the text or any changes that you've made? Not really. I mean, the only thing, and I don't think Matthew Witter, who's in Australia, would mind because he sent us a lovely message just oh, saying, great. "Yeah, just enjoy it and go for it, guys." That's just awesome. enjoy it and go for it guys <laughs> so he did that so I don't think he'd mind but we just with the language I have three teenage well one of them is not teenage anymore she's 21 but mm. they know when things sound fake yeah so when adults write for teenagers very often they use language they would never right mm. they would never use so so we did do a little bit of tweaking with that because there are certain few, phrases. A few OMGs and AFs and yeah, things like that. Yeah, just like... You've got to acronym everything these days. Yeah, and there were things like... There was a word vomit when we threw it. And, and we just decided... And teenagers don't really say vomit. They say puke or sick. Yeah. So just Chanda, changing that. Yeah. yeah. And things ben, like... No, ben, um, Ben's our resident teenager. No, I'm, so. I'm our resident being oh, okay. sicker as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, well, just keep over here. <laughs> yeah, so my son's, my son's 16. Mm-hmm. So, so my husband is, is probably basing his his character on <laughs> so has he been following your son around the house <laughs> and really trying to get like <laughs> it's really funny to see but he's he's got the shades and he's dancing to turn the music louder and he's brilliant he's just hilarious mm. so, so do you feel like you're directing your son rather than your husband at some points no no it's definitely it's my def- husband <laughs> <laughs> so um we know it's on at the um the pump house theater in watford yes. um remind us what dates this is going to be on so it's on from the 16th to the 21st, so it's next week. Of September. Coming up soon, mm-hmm. yes. And and the Palm House is lovely because it, it's been going since the 1970s and it's a really nice theatre, mm-hmm. since 120. And, it, and it's, a, it's a very local theatre, yeah. but it puts on really good quality productions. Great. So it's nice to have it there and it's nice to, to kind of have it somewhere that's accessible for people from St Albans as well because it's about 20 minutes on a yeah. good day with the traffic mm. the wind behind you so it's not too far that's it and what time is it on so it starts at eight mm-hmm. and what's nice man is it's straight through without an interval okay uh, 80 minutes but then there's a bar that's open so we can we like both, we like both those things we like a straight through yeah. and we like mm. a bar and we're <laughs> just thinking come out afterwards really if you're used chat about it remember reminisce yeah have a few drinks Yum. and where can we get tickets so tickets you can get online and you can go to www.pumphousetheatrecompany.com and yeah, you can book them there online. Great, and we will put a link to that on our website, which is Um And so every, everyone can come and have a look there. They'll be on the notes of the show. So if you want to pop along and see 17, you can have a look there and get tickets. Sounds like it's going to be a great time. I think it's going to be a really good night out. That's what I had when I went to see it, and that's what I want everyone to have that comes to see it. A really good night out. Escape, take your mind off everything, just have a laugh. But also feel moved at the end as well. Brilliant. Thanks very much for joining us, Abby. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much for having me. 
Hello, I'm Simon Carver. Join me and Danny Smith on our new podcast, The St Albans Film Guide. Each week we'll be looking at what's on at the cinema, the top ten, new releases, and also what's on TV over the coming week on all the free-to-air channels. Now, if you want to find the podcast, go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for The St Albans Podcast. Alternatively, you can go to stalbanspodcast.com to find out more. So that's the film guide with me, Simon Carver, part of the St Albans Podcast in association with the Hearts Advertiser. Let's talk a bit about all of the other roles. We've talked about acting. Uh, you know, we know that we enjoy doing that, but there are so many other ways to be involved in community theatre. Um, you know, give us a list. What can we do? Well, there's um, there's all the back office things mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, the accounting and, and looking at, well, okay, so we sold this many tickets. This is how much money we've got. This mm-hmm. is how much money we can afford to spend on the next show. This mm-hmm. is the upkeep of the theatre and things like that. There's also the continuing fundraising because a lot of theatres are charities. And so you can uh, help fundraise not only for their ongoing activities, but yeah. you can like to expand a theatre and things like that. That's interesting. Um, yeah, theatres are char- a lot of them are charities, or they're, they're run as not for profit. Mm. I'm not sure that people really think of them that way. I'm not sure that I necessarily think of mm. a theatre in that way because you assume you're paying money for a ticket mm. that it's a profit making enterprise. And then there are there are other uh, parts. So not only are volunteers getting involved on stage quite often uh, but very very often the people doing the tech and so the person controlling the lights the person controlling the sound Mm -hmm. the person telling the um, actors in their dressing rooms to come on and come off and you know what needs to happen when Mm -hmm. um, those are all highly highly technical jobs that require volunteers and so when, if someone sort of think they're thinking, well, maybe I'd like to volunteer, but is it really going to make a difference? You have done actually a social impact study looking at what kind of a difference mm. these roles make. So how does that work? So what do you mean by a social impact study? So uh, in my other life mm-hmm. as a professional person, when people used yeah, to pay me for things, uh, I did a lot of work around social impact. Mm-hmm. And so how do we measure the impact of a single action mm-hmm. on the rest of the world? And so one of the things that I looked at is what is the value of an individual volunteer and an hour of their time? How valuable is that to a theatre? Okay. And so I use pretty conservative estimates and I looked at the sort of the income that you can have on average for a volunteer. And so a front of house staff, so the person that's ripping your tickets, the person that's serving at the bar, Mm -hmm. the person that's uh, selling you ice cream, they can often have an impact to the theatre of north of 20 pounds an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. And so that that's also me being quite conservative. Depending on where you put the hours in, mm-hmm. uh, it can be north of 30 pounds an hour. So when people think, oh, you know, if I just go down and I sell, sell some teas and, you know, they'll, they'll take five quid or whatever. But actually, if you look at the impact overall, yeah, um, that actually creates a huge amount of value for the theatre and therefore it facilitates all the other things that a theatre brings to a local community Mm -hmm. so when you have arts in the local community children's literacy is better uh kids are more likely to be involved in the arts and people and people that are involved in the arts from a very young age 
and are involved in drama groups and things like mm-hmm. that they have higher levels of emotional intelligence they're more able to deal with uh, shocks to their system mm-hmm. so they have high levels of resilience so actually you volunteering you know doing the teas for a theater yeah. is actually shocker. impacting your community in a way far greater than you could pos- possibly even imagine that's incredible to think about it in that way so i mean there are lots of you've mentioned quite a lot of different roles there and i think it's really important for people to think about theater is so much more than just the on stage and mm. there's such a huge range of um of ways that people can contribute they might be um good at sort of sewing they might have an interest in um i think this is interesting like because for both the costume and the set design having an interest or a knowledge of Mm. specific periods and um knowing uh that in the 70s or you know in in sort of the early 70s that sort of a particular style was was the way Mm. something would be and and so they could dress a set or advise um particular kind of nuances in costume that's really important and that's a volunteer role so Mm. just if you've got that interest or experience you can add into the theatre community Um, and then the the sort of flip side mm. of that is that's a very very creative uh, role and then there are also the opposite side so putting together a set (gasps) is a very very technical thing and so if you have skills in joinery if you have Mm. skills even if you're just good at DIY and quite handy at that and some of the sets we see locally are incredible Mm. you know things that um, you know, we saw one play last year where it was um, it was kind of set up to look like a council block, and there was an upstairs and a downstairs of this outside of a, mm. a, a council estate, if you like. And then part of the building door opened up, and a, a bedroom kind of came forward yeah, on a platform. It was like, wow, okay. And mm. and people built that. You know, volunteers built that for that show. Mm. That's a lot. Uh, and so it, it's that thing of everyone's got something that they are incredible at. Mm. Um, and, and if you don't have those skills, you can come you and can sell ice them. cream. <laughs> well, you could learn them, uh, or you could come and sell ice cream, mm. or or you know help to, as you said, rip the tickets on the door. Mm. So yeah, that, that's what I would say is like you don't know the value that mm, you're really giving value. to the community when you put in the hours. Yeah. And um, and if you're thinking about it, I just say get involved because Definitely. you're only going to get better at, at things yeah. if, if you sort of get out there and you start doing stuff and a lot of the theatre companies have information on their websites about how you can join in and be involved on and off stage if you've got any questions though, you're very welcome to get in touch with me and Ben yeah we uh, can send you in the right direction absolutely hi I'm Jake and I'm Dave join us on the Podful of Saints a St Albans City Football Club fan podcast Each week during this football season, we shall be taking a look at the Saints' recent games and our upcoming matches. We have guests all during the season, and we also take a look at what is going on elsewhere in National League South. We end each week with a bit of fun with a Jake Predictor machine. To find the podcast, go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for the St. Albans Podcast. Alternatively, go to stalwarspodcast.com forward slash Saints Podcast to find out more. That's a Podfellow Saints with Jake and Dave, part of the St. Albans Podcast. In association with the Hearts Advertiser. So if you have anything that you want to get in touch, if you want to let us know about a play that you're putting on, a particular question you've got about the theatre, you know where to get in touch with us. You can get mm-hmm. in touch with me at ben at the St. Albans Podcast.com. 
and I'm St. Oops. Am I? I'm Susie at stalbanspodcast.com. That was confusing for and me. And you can catch us both at Theatre Show at stalbanspodcast.com. Uh, all of the things we've talked about, you can find links to on stalbanspodcast.com. Talk to us via Facebook um, and get involved. Um, but I think that's uh, that's us for this week. Yes. Thank Join you very us. much for listening. Yeah, definitely. Join us next time uh, where we will be bringing you some reviews of local shows, much more information on what's going on um, and definitely some more exciting interviews. Um, thanks, of course, to um, our intrepid producer, Danny, for, uh, you know, helping us, I guess. <laughs> um, thanks very much to the Hearts Advertiser, um, who are we work in association with. And thanks to you guys for yeah. listening. Thank you, Susie, for still being here after the season <laughs> starts. Thanks up. for coming again. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.